Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that because we've met together here today, life may grow greater for some who have lost faith in it, simpler for those who are confused by it, more secure for some who would escape it, happier for some who may be tasting the bitterness of it, safer for some who are feeling the peril of it, more friendly for some who are feeling the loneliness of it, and holier for some to whom life may have lost its dignity, its beauty, and its meaning. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. The season of Advent is officially over. It ended about 5 p.m., just in case you were wondering. You can tell here our Advent wreath, the colors of the candles have changed, and it is now Christmas. Every day in Advent, I have been reading at our bishop's suggestion a chapter from the Gospel of Luke. It works out pretty nicely. There are enough chapters per day to lead it to where the very last chapter I read this morning, I read the entire Gospel of Luke in December. And the Gospel of Luke is what we will use this upcoming year, every, most, most every single Sunday, as we journey through year C of our lectionary. So a chapter a day. 24 chapters of Luke. It has been grounding and bewildering. A very long December to fly through the encounter of Jesus in such a short span of time. And so tonight, we, or at least anyone else who has been reading through Luke this month of December, we find ourselves back at the beginning with a census, with a long journey, with a young couple, no room at the inn, angels, shepherds, a baby. Preparing for this sermon, for this retelling of the story that has inspired countless numbers of hymns, a multitude of paintings, and a lot of donkey costumes, it really took me a lot of time, a lot of time, to find words for Christmas Eve that felt right for the year 2021. Because what a year. What a longer than a year. Now I will say, this is my second Christmas here at St. Paul's, and this year it's definitely different than last year, and I think moving in the right direction. At least this time it's by choice that there are empty pews, and not because they were roped off. They're singing. They're singing more than the four wonderful singers that we had with us during the height of our pandemic worship. 
What are the right words for a night like tonight? When there is so much joy and delight, in fact, multitudes of the heavenly hosts burst out into song all about tonight. In a year like this year, where even if we were to burst out into song, it would be muffled through masks. Later on, you're going to get a candle during Silent Night, and you'll see how good your mask actually works as you try to blow it out. <laughs> it's been a hard year. And we've experienced loss. Loss in ways that I don't think we can even fully grasp still. We lost normal. We lost people. We lost freedom. It was a year that felt like it shouldn't have happened. It felt like you know, something of years ago, perhaps something that would happen in 1918 and not now. Felt unlikely and surreal. Until I remembered this story tonight, this beginning story, it too is an unlikely story. And it, too, is filled with unpredictable moments. And it, too, is a story filled with people who are all participating in one story and yet all have completely different experiences. There is an Irish theologian and poet named Padraig Otuma. And he has this really wonderful poem called Narrative Theology. And it goes like this. And I said to him, are there questions to all of this? And he answered, the answer is in a story, and the story is being told. And I said, but there is so much pain. And she answered plainly, pain will happen. Then I said, will I ever find meaning? And they said, you will find meaning where you make and give meaning. The answer is in the story, and the story isn't finished. The answer is in the story, and the story is just unfolding. Each and every one of us, we sit here tonight, having had a completely unique experience of this past year. We have carried difficulties and joys. There have been moments that have been unbearing, unbearably hard. 
And days that were so easy, we just don't remember them. But we sit here tonight to hear the beginning of a story that invites each and every one of us to be in it. Beloveds, where we are today will not be where we are tomorrow. And where we are tomorrow is not where God will lead us next. So where do we stand then in this murky middle? There is such a beautiful beginning to this story. And the end, the end of this story is not ours to write, but is bound to be as glorious as it began. But what about us, stuck here in the middle? What do we do when we don't know where the story is going to lead us next? We stand. We stand with fear and trembling. We stand pondering in our hearts. And we stand sometimes singing with the multitude of angels of love come down at Christmas in the story of Christ. I want to invite you now to look at the cover of your bulletin. And this is risky, because it epically failed at the 5 o'clock service. <laughs> but we're going to try it. On the front of your bulletin, you have an image from the St. John's Illuminated Bible. And it looks like a nativity scene, right? And it has familiar words, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And there's this beautiful, bright light where you see Mary, and you see a goat and an ox. And what are they adoring? What are they kneeling and looking at? What is that light shining upon? Anyone? A cross? Could be. I, I think it's something else. Anyone? A book. It's a book. It's a book. It's borrowing from one of the less adorable nativity stories found in the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. When we are in the dark murky middle? Where do we stand? We stand in the Word of God. We stand in Jesus. There's an Irish phrase that says, you are the place where I stand on the day when my feet are sore.
Jesus. You are the place where I stand on the day when my feet are sore. Where we stand when we don't know where the story leads next. We stand in the story of Christ, the answer, the story. The story that continues to unfold even tonight. Tonight the story unfolds in you, in me, in each of us, as we find our place in the story, the story of Christ among us. Amen.